Oh, she goes for the fast. Welcome to 14 Minutes of Fame. I'm James Bradford. And I'm Caroline Ritchie. And today we're going to be talking about whether or not we stole or we actually bought a stolen car. Well, you stole the car, not me. I didn't steal anything. I paid for it. Did you? No, I'm just kidding. You were with me. <laughs> I paid for a car that might have been stolen at the time. And uh, it has uh, been... Probably one of the most interesting last two days I've ever had to deal with in any kind of car situation, purchase, build, anything like that. This this has just been the oddest last couple two days. <laughs> yeah, I'm really glad that I've dealt with it kind of secondhand. You've had all the firsthand like junk of it all because everybody thinks it's... You know, you who bought the car, I'm kind of on the side of it all. So it's been really entertaining to watch it all go down. <laughs> well, this all started with uh, the, you know, the demise of the Wixter, which is our 1970 Mustang that got crushed by the tree limb. R.I.P. And we uh, started looking, well, actually, I started looking right away for a replacement car. Because we were really getting ready to maybe start that car, and uh, I wanted to find something that would be easy to get into and be easy to build. And uh, on Facebook, this uh, 1971 Camaro came up, and I was like, "Oh, we should go look at that." And the guy had lowered the price uh, from what is originally original asking price, so I knew it was probably he was ready to move it, and we could get it for a good deal. And so we loaded up and went over and took a look took a look at it. I was very on the fence about buying another car because it was like, hey, we shouldn't do it. And yeah, we've talked about the, the purchase process um, a good bit in our last podcast. But, I mean, like I said before, too, I was not expecting to like this car as much as I did. And then we brought it back here. We had so much crap we had to go through to bring it all back here because there were tons of parts, parts car. You know the drill. So we're driving... We drove. We moved it in two days. Yeah, we had to go two back days. two days, grab everything, make sure we had everything. It was a pain in the neck. So then, you know, it's been what two, three weeks? It's been four, almost four weeks. We yeah, bought we it in the beginning feet. of August. Yeah. yeah. So basically, uh, got a message from Rodney to call him, and he gave me his number. And we had not exchanged phone numbers, which I'm not sure why. We just really used Messenger to to get back and forth to each other and uh he's a very cool guy i want to stay in touch with him uh but i called him and uh, uh he immediately filled me in on somebody has gotten in touch with him from north carolina and they are saying that from the pictures that they see and have seen uh on facebook that they think that this is their stolen car from eight years ago now I'm, of course, as soon as I take the phone call, um, my whole balloon starts deflating. Yeah, we... <laughs> and I'm just like, oh. We spent a lot of time sitting down, eating lunch, or hanging out of the shop, staring at this car, making plans on what we want to do, talking about what we want to do. We were really getting hyped up about this. And 
I think it was lunchtime or sometime when you got this phone call and I heard you you're like well I want my money back I want you I just heard you know you talking in this conversation in little bits and I was just like what the hell is going on so you get off the phone you tell me this is possibly a stolen car because somebody in North Carolina apparently had their car stolen eight years ago we heard this from Rodney Rodney is the gentleman we bought the two cars from originally very nice gentleman and the whole thing seemed really weird at first, but we went with it because if it was someone's stolen car, we wanted to make sure we could return it to them because we didn't have an official title for this car. And, you know, there were little parts and pieces of this car. Um, the, I mean, it very well could have been initially, but after doing all the research and stuff, we've come to the point where, you know, we've learned a lot more about this car. Oh, we dove right into it. Yeah. We, Immediately, we dove right into investigating the the VIN number and the number on the firewall uh, and trying to find all the other, uh, if there were any, any other uh, identification numbers on the body of the car. Uh, taking the airbox off the firewall revealed the firewall number. Mm -hmm. Now, once I saw this number, I'm thinking, oh, man, there is no way this number is going to match up with the VIN tag that we have. Mm-hmm. And it did. It conveniently did, yeah. And I was excited then because I was like, oh, well. This is our car. This is this is cool. The, these numbers match. Mm -hmm. Now all I need to do is find out from these people that have contacted us uh, what their, their VIN number is. Mm -hmm. And if their VIN number does not match up, then it's not their car. They contact us, tell us that their car was a 1972 we we were sold in 1971, and we didn't know if it was a 71 or not until mm -hmm. you... It very well could have been a 72. So how cars are made is they're made in, obviously, a certain month of each year. But say, you know, a car is made in November, December of 71. It is considered a 72. But if it's made earlier in that year, it's considered a true 71. Like our car, for example. There's a cowl tag, which is basically under the, you know, it's on the cowl, on, right under the hood, on the driver's side. You can't miss it. It's a factory tag from Fisher Body. Has nothing to do with the VIN, has zero association whatsoever, but it gives you all the information on color codes, you know, interior, stuff like that. So we immediately dove into not only going on that, but of course the VIN, and we found that it is a true 1971 because it was made in 02, which is February of 1971. And then the color also was an issue. Uh, they have a metallic green color from 1972. Our color on the car is a... Green as well. Cottonwood. Uh, or is it a cottonwood green? It's cottonwood it's green. It's number 42 on the cow tag. Yeah. And see, the, it, so to kind of give a little bit more explanation on everything... You know, Rodney wasn't like, oh, it's a stolen car. It's got to be theirs. No, he gave them some information on about the car because I'm sure he did his homework as well on the cowl tag and knows it's a green on green car. Green on green car is green exterior, green interior. So all the interior seats and everything were green, obviously. So he told them this and they said, oh, well, our car was green on green. So that's when we were like, oh, crap. Like this, you know, there, there could be a chance this could be their car because oh. the co coincidence was very weird. Being car people, I I want them to have their car. I, I was, I'm sad that they got their car stolen. That's, that's I mean that that really stinks. And if it, this was their car, I mean I, 
I might have even drove it back up to North Carolina and gave it to them if their VIN tag or if their VIN number on their title matched it. But the fact is, as this is when it started getting weird, as we started sharing all of our information with the people and letting them know that, no, this is not matching up. This is not this is not your car. Do you have a police report with a uh, a uh, number number? You know, like a, a what do they call it? Um, case number. Case number. Because when I contacted the sheriff's office to vent, verify the VIN number on this, uh, make sure it's not a stolen car, which they did. Uh, they found out a lot of information for us, um, and uh, when when they did that and found it, it wasn't a stolen car and we went into i started telling them this that we'd have the sheriffs involved uh they've checked it out uh they started saying to us that started asking questions about the body work and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff this is where it started to get really <laughs> freaking ridiculous yes <laughs> and i just I, you know the gentleman asked me for a bunch of pictures and understand that I don't know these people from from anything I mean they're just phone conversation at, at this point so I'm like okay I'll give you pictures mind uh, you we had no information from these people yeah, other than the fact that their car was a 72 and was green on green right. we didn't get any pictures we didn't get a case number on this report that was never made we never got a VIN we never got anything so this is when we were starting to realize something's not right and this is most likely not their car but we went along with it just to you know cover all our bases to really figure out what's going on you know they were convinced that somebody changed all the numbers and we verified that all these numbers are still good nothing has been changed on this car yeah so i asked uh he uh the gentleman asked me this is all via text which by the way i I had one phone conversation with them, which started getting really heated. Heated. So I said, "Okay, I'm going to be text messaging." So I have this all documented, mm-hmm. and the text message. He continually asked me for inside the driver's side quarter panel of the car. I took a picture. I sent it to him. He's like, "No, I want the quarter panel, the inside of the quarter panel." I said, "That is it." He said, "No, that's from another car," <laughs> and. I started really getting upset with him because I'm 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 like, hey buddy, you're out of line here. I I'm giving you the right picture. Then he wants a video, you know. After all the pictures I sent him, now after I sent all these pictures, he started giving me details of the pictures of the work that he had did. Now, <laughs> yeah. it, it's not it's not like he said. I did this and I did this to the car and did this. Can you take a picture of it? He asked for a picture of this and a picture of the firewall and a picture of the quarter panel and all that stuff. And then he started giving me details about about these things. And I'm, I'm just like, uh, yeah, this, this doesn't quite work. Uh, so uh, I asked him three times in text. I said, did you do any work to the quarter panel? Because he wanted to know. He mm-hmm. wanted these pictures. I sent him two of them. Uh, and he is telling me that they're not, those are not pictures. He's basically telling me I'm lying. And I I don't even need to be talking to these people right now. I, I don't even have to do that. But I'm trying to do the right thing. And what happens next is I, I 
he does not answer any of those questions. Did he do any work? Did he do any work? Did he do any work? Because I already told him there's no work been done to the quarter panel. Did you do any work that I can look for? Never answers. We get done. I tell him we're doing a video because this is, I mean, this material is awesome for, this <laughs> for is, the show. This is to the point of freaking ridiculous. It's, it's gotten ridiculous. But, like, the fact that you have been so generous in general with dealing with all this crap, mm -hmm. but also sending them photos, you know, if... They really wanted to verify to us that that was their car to us. They should have sent us, oh, you know, here was the car before we did the body work on it. Or here's the car when it was yellow. Or here was, you know, something because there is no, nothing genuine here. They're trying to say that this car is theirs with nothing to back that up except for all this BS they're feeding us. And even the pictures of the numbers that I sent them on the firewall, uh, they're telling me that those numbers have been changed and altered. So, no. And I've, <laughs> it's it's just, no one would go, th first off, no one would go through that much trouble to do those changes on that car. It's not like some kind of superhero car where it's like a special edition where, you know. It's not won't. a Z28. No. It's, <sighs> it's not an SS. It's nothing. I mean, it's special, but it's not special. They're great cars. Great no, cars, no, no. but there's nothing that's just, wow, this is a $100,000 car. There's yeah. nothing there that makes all of that extra work worthwhile. So the next thing that I still cannot get over because it is so damn funny is after I decoded the cowl tag, like I said before, the car is originally cottonwood green. She decides to tell you that in 71 and only in, what, 72, that they... Okay, so, excuse me, let me back up. On the cowl tag, Cottonwood Green is badged as number 42. So she sends him a little color chart from somebody who remakes the paint. I don't think this is a very viable source. It matches up, but it's still not a viable source, in my opinion. That they never made Cottonwood Green in 71. And she sends it to us, and if you read the damn color chart, it says Cottonwood Green, number 42. She's like, it has to be, what, 47 or something like that? No, she said there is no 42. Yeah, she just kept saying there's. <laughs> it doesn't exist. It doesn't and exist. I have this in text, so we'll probably put it up. If anyone out there owns a Cottonwood Green 71 Camaro, please send that to us, because that's even more proof of it does exist. Like, yeah. what the hell? It's just getting to the point of where it's comical. Yes. So we're we're laughing. Uh, it, it, the text messaging has gotten to the point where we're they are threatening lawsuit or a lawyer or to come down and get the car seized. And uh, there's nothing. There. They have nothing to be able to do that with. Um, My question is, if you got your star uh, car stolen, excuse me, car stolen. Why in the Sam hell did you not file a police report? If you cared about that car so much. Why didn't you do it? It's amazing. That's, and if it's if the title is in your name, why? It would never why? happen. It it's, would never happen to us. I mean, if we have something stolen, we're calling. Even if exactly, I mean, anything that we have, if it was ever stolen, we would be filing a police report so that it is it's reported. Uh, it, there is they just have no backup, and mm -hmm. uh, it, it's just it blows my mind that that they think they might have a chance of coming down and. And saying that this car is theirs and, uh, oh, that dent, uh, uh, I put that dent in that car and I fixed it and that's where it is. And, I mean, 
yeah. you got to be kidding me. It, it's just, it, it just blows my mind that people would think that. Now, we have all the paperwork that we need uh, to verify this car. And it's ours. And, and it's gar- the car is ours. And uh, we've even had the sheriff's office in here tonight uh, looking at it and verifying it and everything. And uh, so it, it's just, you know, it's, it's sad uh, because, you know, we like to be friends with everybody. And, you know, we like to meet car people and, uh, and be their buds, drink beer with them and, you know, talk about paint jobs and uh, motors and all kinds of things like that. And when I think about uh, somebody, th- when I am giving them information that plain, plain as day shows them that what they're saying is inaccurate uh, and they do not take that information and say, yeah, it's really not our car or it's not, it's not what we're, we're thinking it is. Uh, and I'm doing everything in my power to make sure they feel comfortable with that. And they still say that it's their car. This blows me away. It, it, I did everything that I possibly could in my power to have them go. Yep. That's not our car. So another thing that I love initially that already sounded weird to me was the fact that on the phone because i was here when you had the one phone call and the lady was like yeah we still have the title and it's still registered in his name now ask yourself why in the same hell would you be paying taxes and registration fees on a car for eight years and you also found out when that car was last registered they live in north carolina where was it last registered it was registered in georgia in 1989 in 1989 and in north carolina it requires you to have a title i'm not saying you know things could have changed in north carolina but you have to have a title to register a car in north carolina and in south carolina but in georgia you can walk up there with a bill of sale and register that car yeah that's fine show your proof of insurance register the car this has gotten to the point of where it's just silly now if they actually had a car stolen i am so sorry for you guys and if you didn't have a car stolen you're just trying to work someone over it's not cool. Like, the, <laughs> not cool. This is to the point where it's just ridiculous. Like, we know what's going on. We know, you know, how this is working. You're not getting your car back because it's not your car. Now, yeah. if you want to go find your car, have fun with that. But there might be a reason why you haven't found it in eight years. Here's your prize. I am Wonder Woman. That's what we're going to call me. That's my new nickname. I ran a mile today. What'd you do? I worked on the Speedle video. Okay. I'm waiting. I'm working on number three right now. Oh, right. I'm sorry. Shoot. Number three is going to be very interesting. Yes. If you guys like characters of people, this is going to be a great video. Um, I'm excited. The the Beatles getting more work because it, it needed more work and it still needs more work. But uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun so ride. It's so popular. I mean, people love that thing. I know. It's you know? fun. Everybody loves the name. Like at the car shows and yeah. stuff, everybody just loved it. So. Well, we're going to have to dig uh, dig through some stuff and start another project here pretty soon once we're once we're done with the old Speedle. Yeah, I still have some things to do. But we'll start working on something else. Yeah. we got plenty of things cooking up something in the works. Some horsepower. Another VW. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are we about the ready to... Sp- help you know help out our sponsors our english is going so strong today okay uh you know obviously fuel clothing is our number one sponsor 
and who else we got Carolina towing and Rebels Navy and the bike doctor of Hilton Head and Land Speed Automotive. Yeah, we love those guys. They're awesome. They're going to help us out with some horsepower. Thanks for watching, guys. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to HH Wheels. Boom. So rich, I got to pull it in the front, y'all. <laughs> That's Dodge power. You fart? Not yet. Mark, get sick. This is so fucking loud. We, we don't need you, Caroline. We got this. Yeah. She goes for the fast. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to 14 Minutes of Fame. I'm James Bradford. And I'm Caroline Ritchie. And today we're going to be talking about whether or not we stole or we actually bought a stolen car. Well, you stole the car, not me. I didn't steal anything. I paid for it. Did you? No, I'm just kidding. You were with me. <laughs> I paid for a car that might have been stolen. At the time, and uh, it has uh, been probably one of the most interesting last two days I've ever had to deal with in any kind of car situation, purchase, build, anything like that. This this has just been the oddest last couple two days <laughs> yeah i'm really glad that i've dealt with it kind of secondhand you've had all the firsthand like junk of it all because everybody thinks it's you know you who bought the car i'm kind of on the side of it all so it's been really entertaining to watch it all go down <laughs> well this all started with uh the you know the demise of the wickster which is our 1970 mustang that got crushed by the tree limb r.i.p and we uh, started looking, well, actually, I started looking right away for a replacement car because we were really getting ready to maybe start that car. And uh, I wanted to find something that would be easy to get into and be easy to build. And uh, on Facebook, this uh, 1971 Camaro came up. And I was like, oh, we should go look at that. And the guy had lowered the price uh, from what his originally, original asking price. So I knew it was probably... He was ready to move it and we could get it for a good deal and so we loaded up and went over and took a look took a look at it i was very on the fence about buying another car because it was like hey we shouldn't do it and yeah we've talked about the, the purchase process um a good bit in our last podcast but i mean like i said before too i was not expecting to like this car as much as I did. And then we brought it back here. We had so much crap we had to go through to bring it all back here because there were tons of parts, parts car. You know the drill. So we're driving 
we drove we moved it in two days yeah we had to go back two days grab everything make sure we had everything it was a pain in the neck so then you know it's been what two three weeks four almost four weeks we bought in the beginning of august yeah Yeah. so basically uh got a message from rodney to call him and he gave me his number and we had not exchanged phone numbers which i'm not sure why we just really used messenger to to get back and forth to each other and uh he's a very cool guy i want to stay in touch with him uh but i called him and uh, uh he immediately filled me in on somebody has gotten in touch with him from north carolina and they are saying that from the pictures that they see and have seen uh on facebook that they think that this is their stolen car from eight years ago. Now, I'm, of course, as soon as I take the phone call, um, my whole balloon starts deflating. Yeah, we... <laughs> and I'm just like, oh. We spent a lot of time sitting down, eating lunch, or hanging out at the shop, staring at this car, making plans on what we want to do, talking about what we want to do. We were really getting hyped up about this. And... I think it was lunchtime or sometime when you got this phone call and I heard you like, well, I want my money back. I want you. I just heard, you know, you talking in this conversation in little bits and I was just like, what the hell is going on? So you get off the phone, you tell me this is possibly a stolen car because somebody in North Carolina apparently had their car stolen eight years ago. We heard this from Rodney. Rodney is the gentleman we bought the two cars from originally. Very nice gentleman. And... (sighs) The whole thing seemed really weird at first, but we went with it because if it was someone's stolen car, we wanted to make sure we could return it to them because we didn't have an official title for this car. And, you know, there were little parts and pieces of this car. Um, the, I mean, it very well could have been initially, but after doing all the research and stuff, we've come to the point where, you know, we've learned a lot more about this car. Oh, we dove right into it. Yeah. We, Immediately, we dove right into investigating the the VIN number and the number on the firewall uh, and trying to find all the other, uh, if there were any, any other uh, identification numbers on the body of the car. Uh, taking the airbox off the firewall revealed the firewall number. Mm-hmm. Now, once I saw this number, I'm thinking, oh, man, there is no way this number is going to match up with the VIN tag that we have. Mm-hmm. And it did. It conveniently did, yeah. And I was excited then because I was like, oh, well. This is our car. This is this is cool. The, these numbers match. Mm-hmm. Now all I need to do is find out from these people that have contacted us uh, what their, their VIN number is. Mm-hmm. And if their VIN number does not match up, then it's not their car. They contact us, tell us that their car was a 1972 we we were sold in 1971, and we didn't know if it was a 71 or not until mm-hmm. you... It very well could have been a 72. So how cars are made is they're made in, obviously, a certain month of each year. But say, you know, a car is made in November, December of 71. It is considered a 72. But if it's made earlier in that year, it's considered a true 71. Like our car, for example. There's a cowl tag, which is basically under the, you know, it's on the cowl 
on right under the hood on the driver's side you can't miss it it's a factory tag from fisher body has nothing to do with the VIN, has zero association whatsoever, but it gives you all the information on color codes, you know, interior, stuff like that. So we immediately dove into not only going on that, but of course the VIN, and we found that it is a true 1971 because it was made in 02, which is February of 1971. And then the color also was an issue. Uh, they have a metallic green color from 1972. Our color on the car is a green as well cottonwood the, or is it a cottonwood green it's cottonwood it's green it's number 42 on the caltech yeah. and see that so to kind of give a little bit more explanation on everything you know rodney wasn't like oh it's a stolen car it's got to be theirs no he gave them some information on about the car because i'm sure he did his homework as well on the cowl tag and knows it's a green on green car green on green car is green exterior green interior so all the interior seats and everything were green obviously so he told them this and they said oh well our car was green on green so that's when we were like oh crap like this you know there, there could be a chance this could be their car because oh. the co coincidence was very weird being car people i i want them to have their car i i was i'm sad that they got their car stolen that's this i mean that that really stinks and if it, this was their car i mean i i might have even drove it back up to north carolina and gave it to them if their vin tag or if their VIN number on their title matched it. But the fact is, as this is when it started getting weird, as we started sharing all of our information with the people and letting them know that, no, this is not matching up. This is not, this is not your car. Do you have a police report with a, uh, a uh, number, number, you know, like a, a, what do they call it? Um, case number, case number. Because when I contacted the sheriff's office to VIN, verify the VIN number on this and uh, make sure it's not a stolen car, which they did, uh, they found out a lot of information for us. Um, and uh, when when they did that and found it, it wasn't a stolen car and we went into, I started telling them this, that we'd have the sheriff's involved, uh, they've checked it out. Uh, they started saying to us that, started asking questions about the bodywork and mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. This is where it started to get really freaking ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> and I just, I, you know, the gentleman asked me for a bunch of pictures. And understand that I don't know these people from from anything. I mean, they're just phone conversation at, at this point. So I'm like, okay, I'll give you pictures. Mind uh, you, we had no information from these people yeah, other than the fact that their car was a 72 and was green on green. Right. We didn't get any pictures. We didn't get a case number on this report that was never made. We never got a VIN. We never got anything. They, so this is when yeah. we were starting to realize something's not right and this is most likely not their car. But we went along with it just to, you know, cover all our bases to really figure out what's going on, you know. They were convinced that somebody changed all the numbers, and we verified that all these numbers are still good. Nothing has been changed on this car. Yeah, so I asked, uh, he, uh, the gentleman asked me, this is all via text, which, by the way, I, I had one phone conversation with him, which started getting really heated. heated. So I said, okay, I'm going to be text messaging. So I have this all documented. Mm -hmm. And... The text message, he continually asked me for inside the driver's side quarter panel of the car. I took 
a picture. I sent it to him. He's like, no, I want the quarter panel, the inside of the quarter panel. I said, that is it. He said, no, that's from another car. <laughs> and I started really getting upset with him because I'm, I'm, I'm like, hey, buddy, you're out of line here. I, I'm giving you the right picture. Then he wants a video, you know, after all the pictures I sent him. Now, after I sent all these pictures, he started giving me details of the pictures of the work that he had did. Now, <laughs> yeah. it, it's not it's not like he said, I did this and I did this to the car and did this. Can you take a picture of it? He asked for a picture of this and a picture of the firewall and a picture of the quarter panel and all that stuff. And then he started giving me details about <laughs> about these things. And I'm, I'm just like, um, yeah, this, this doesn't quite work. Uh, so, uh, I asked him three times in text, I said, did you do any work to the quarter panel? Because he wanted to know, he mm -hmm. wanted these pictures. I sent him two of them. Uh, and he is telling me that they're not, those are not pictures. He's basically telling me I'm lying. And I, I don't even need to be talking to these people right now. I, I don't even have to do that, but I'm trying to do the right thing. And what happens next is I, I, he does not answer any of those questions. Did he do any work? Did he do any work? Did he do any work? Because mm -hmm. I already told him there's no work been done to the quarter panel. Did you do any work that I can look for? Never answers. We get done. I, I tell him we're doing a video because this is, I mean, this material is awesome for, this <laughs> for is, the show. This is to the point of freaking ridiculous. It's, it's gotten but, ridiculous. like, the fact that you have been so generous in general with dealing with all this crap, mm -hmm. but also sending them photos, you know, if they really wanted to verify to us that that was their car to us, they should have sent us, oh, you know, here was the car before we did the body work on it, or here's the car when it was yellow, or here was, you know, something, because there is no, nothing genuine here. They're trying to say that this car is theirs with nothing to back that up except for all this BS they're feeding us. And even the pictures of the numbers that I sent them on the firewall, uh, they're telling me that those numbers have been changed and altered. So, no, and I've, <laughs> it's, it's just, no one would go... First off, no one would go through that much trouble to do those changes on that car. It's not like some kind of superhero car where it's like a special edition where, you know. It's not won't. a Z28. No. It's, it's not an SS. It's nothing. I mean, it's special, but it's not special. They're great cars. Great no, cars, no. but there's nothing that's just, wow, this is a $100,000 car. There's yeah. nothing there that makes all of that extra work worthwhile. So the next thing that I still cannot get over because it is so damn funny is after I decoded the cowl tag, like I said before, the car is originally cottonwood green. She decides to tell you that in 71 and only in what, 72 that they, okay, so excuse me, let me back up. On the cowl tag, cottonwood green is badged as number 42. So she sends him a little color chart from somebody who remakes the paint. I don't think this is a very viable source. It matches up, but it's still not a viable source in my opinion, that they never made cottonwood green in 71. And she sends it to us. And if you read the damn color chart, it says cottonwood green, number 42. She's like, it has to be what, 47 or something like that? No, she said there is no 42. 
Yeah, she just kept saying, "There's it doesn't exist. It doesn't <laughs> and exist. And I have this in text, so we'll probably put it up. If anyone out there owns a cottonwood green 71 Camaro, please send that to us because that's even more proof of it does exist. Like, yeah. what the hell? It's just getting to the point of where it's comical. Yes. So we're, we're laughing. Uh, it, it, the text messaging has gotten to the point where we're they are threatening lawsuit or a lawyer or to come down and get the car seized and uh there's nothing there. they have nothing to be able to do that with um my question is if you got your star uh, car stolen excuse me car stolen why in the sam hell did you not file a police report if you cared about that car so much why didn't you do it it's amazing That's, and if it's if the title is in your name why it would never why? happen it's, it would never happen to us i mean if we had something stolen we're calling even if Exactly. I mean, anything that we have, if it was ever stolen, we would be filing a police report so that it is, it's reported. Uh, it, there is, they just have no backup. And mm-hmm. uh, it, it's just, it blows my mind that, that they think they might have a chance of coming down and and saying that this car is theirs. And, uh, oh, that dent, uh, uh, I put that dent in that car and I fixed it and that's where it is and... I mean, you yeah. got to be kidding me. It, it's just, it, it just blows my mind that people would think that. Now, we have all the paperwork that we need uh, to verify this car. And it's ours. And, and it's gar- the car is ours. And uh, we've had, even had the sheriff's office in here tonight uh, looking at it and verifying it and everything. And uh, so it, it's just, you know, it's, it's sad uh, because, you know, we like to be friends with everybody. And, you know, we like to meet car people and uh, and be their buds, drink beer with them, and you know, talk about paint jobs and uh, motors and all kinds of things like that. And when I think about uh, somebody, th- when I am giving them information that plain, plain as day shows them that what they're saying is inaccurate, uh, and they do not take that information and say, yeah, it's really not our car or it's not. It's not what we're we're thinking it is, uh, and I'm doing everything in my power to make sure that they feel comfortable with that, and they still say that it's their car. This blows me away. It it I did everything that I possibly could in my power to have them go. Yep, that's not our car. So another thing that I love initially that already sounded weird to me was the fact that on the phone because I was here when you had the one phone call and the lady was like yeah we still have the title and it's still registered in his name now ask yourself why in the Sam hell would you be paying taxes and registration fees on a car for eight years and you also found out when that car was last registered they live in North Carolina where was it last registered it was registered in Georgia in 1989 in 1989 and in north carolina it requires you to have a title i'm not saying you know things could have changed in north carolina but you have to have a title to register a car in north carolina and in south carolina but in georgia you can walk up there with a bill of sale and register that car yeah that's fine show your proof of insurance register the car this has gotten to the point of where it's just silly now if they actually had a car stolen i am so sorry for you guys and if you didn't have a car stolen you're just trying to work someone over it's not cool. Like, the, <laughs> not cool. This is to the point where it's just ridiculous. Like, we know what's going on. We know, you know, how this is working. You're not getting your car back because it's not your car. 
Now, if you want to go find your car, have fun with that, but there might be a reason why you haven't found it in eight years. Here's your prize. I am Wonder Woman. That's what we're going to call me. That's my new nickname. I ran a mile today. What'd you do? I worked on the Speedle video. Okay. I'm waiting. I'm working on number three right now. Oh, right. I'm sorry. Shoot. I forgot. Number three is going to be very interesting. Yes. If you guys like characters of people, this is going to be a great video. Um, I'm excited. The The Beatles yeah. getting more work because it, it needed more work and it still needs more work. But uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun so ride. It's so popular. I mean, people love that thing. I know. It's you know? fun. Everybody loves the name. Like at the car shows and yeah. stuff, everybody just loved it. So. Well, we're going to have to dig uh, dig through some stuff and start another project here pretty soon once we're once we're done with the old Speedle. Yeah, I still have some things to do. But we'll start working on something else. Yeah. we got plenty of things cooking something up in the works. Some horsepower. Another VW. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are we about the readiest... Help you know help out our sponsors. Our English is going so strong today. Okay, uh, you know obviously Fuel Clothing is our number one sponsor, and who else we got? Carolina Towing, and Rebels Navy, and the Bike Doctor of Hilton Head, and Land Speed Automotive. Yeah, we love those guys. They're awesome. They're gonna help us out with some horsepower. Thanks for watching, guys. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to HH Wheels. Boom. So rich, I gotta pull it in the front, y'all. <laughs> That's Dodge power. You fart? Not yet. Mark, get sick. This is so fucking loud. We, we don't need you, Caroline. Welcome to 14 Minutes of Fame. I'm James Bradford. And I'm Caroline Ritchie. And today we're going to be talking about whether or not we stole or we actually bought a stolen car. Well, you stole the car, not me. I didn't steal anything. I paid for it. Did you? No, I'm just kidding. You were with me. <laughs> I paid for a car that might have been stolen at the time. And uh, it has uh, been... Probably one of the most interesting last two days I've ever had to deal with in any kind of car situation, purchase, build, anything like that. This this has just been the oddest 
last couple two days. <laughs> yeah, I'm really glad that I've dealt with it kind of secondhand. You've had all the firsthand, like, junk of it all, because everybody thinks it's, you know, you who bought the car. I'm kind of on the side of it all. So it's been really entertaining to watch it all go down. <laughs> well, this all started with uh, the, you know, the demise of the Wixter, which is our 1970 Mustang that got crushed by the tree limb. R.I.P. And we uh, started looking, well, actually, I started looking right away for a replacement car because we were really getting ready to maybe start that car. And uh, I wanted to find something that would be easy to get into and be easy to build. And uh, on Facebook, this uh, 1971 Camaro came up. And I was like, oh, we should go look at that. And the guy had lowered the price uh, from what is originally original asking price. So I knew it was probably... He was ready to move it, and we could get it for a good deal. And so we loaded up and went over and took a look took a look at it. And I was very on the fence about buying another car because it was like, hey, we shouldn't do it. And yeah, we've talked about the, the purchase process um, a good bit in our last podcast. But, I mean, like I said before, too, I was not expecting to like this car as much as I did and then we brought it back here we had so much crap we had to go through to bring it all back here because there were tons of parts parts car you know the drill so we're driving we drove what we moved it in two days yeah we had to go back two days grab everything make sure we had everything it was a pain in the neck so then you know it's been what two three weeks four almost four weeks we bought it in the beginning of august yeah Yeah, so Basically, uh, got a message from Rodney to call him, and he gave me his number. And we had not exchanged phone numbers, which I'm not sure why. We just really used Messenger to to get back and forth to each other. And uh, he's a very cool guy. I want to stay in touch with him. Uh, But I called him, and uh, uh, he immediately filled me in on somebody has gotten in touch with him from North Carolina. And they are saying that from the pictures that they see, and have seen uh, on Facebook that they think that this is their stolen car from eight years ago. Now, I'm, of course, as soon as I take the phone call, um, my whole balloon starts deflating. Yeah, we. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh. We spent a lot of time sitting down, eating lunch, or hanging out of the shop, staring at this car, making plans on what we want to do, talking about what we want to do. We were really getting hyped up about this. And I think it was lunchtime or sometime when you got this phone call, and I heard you, you're like, well, I want my money back. I want you. I just heard, you know, you talking in this conversation in little bits, and I was just like, what the hell is going on? So you get off the phone, you tell me this is possibly a stolen car because somebody in North Carolina apparently had their car stolen eight years ago we heard this from rodney rodney is the gentleman we bought the two cars from originally very nice gentleman and the whole thing seemed really weird at first but we went with it because if it was someone's stolen car we wanted to make sure we could return it to them because we didn't have an official title for this car and you know there were little parts and pieces of this car um I mean, it very well could have been initially, but after doing all the research and stuff, we've come to the point where, you know, we've learned a lot more about this car. Oh, we dove right into it. Yeah. Immediately, we dove right into investigating the the VIN number and the number on the firewall uh, and trying to find all the other 
uh, if there were any any other uh, identification numbers on the body of the car. Uh, taking the airbox off the firewall revealed the firewall number. Mm -hmm. Now, once I saw this number, I'm thinking, oh, man, there is no way this number is going to match up with the VIN tag that we have. Mm -hmm. And it did. It conveniently did. Yeah. And I was excited then because I was like, oh, well. This is our car. This is this is cool. The, these numbers match. Mm -hmm. Now, all I need to do is find out from these people that have contacted us uh, what their their VIN number is. Mm -hmm. And if their VIN number does not match up, then it's not their car. They contact us, tell us that their car was a 1972. We, we were sold in 1971, and we didn't know if it was a 71 or not until mm -hmm. you... It very well could have been a 72. So how cars are made is they're made in obviously a certain month of each year. But say, you know, a car is made in November, December of 71. It is considered a 72. But if it's made earlier in that year, it's considered a true 71. Like our car, for example. There's a cowl tag, which is basically under the, you know, it's on the cowl. On, right under the hood, on the driver's side. You can't miss it. It's a factory tag from Fisher Body. Has nothing to do with the VIN, has zero association whatsoever, but it gives you all the information on color codes, you know, interior, stuff like that. So we immediately dove into not only going on that, but of course the VIN, and we found that it is a true 1971 because it was made in 02, which is February of 1971. And then the color also was an issue. Uh, they have a metallic green color from 1972. Our color on the car is a green as well cottonwood the, or is it cottonwood green it's cottonwood green it's number 42 on the cowl tag yeah. and see that so to kind of give a little bit more explanation on everything you know rodney wasn't like oh it's a stolen car it's got to be theirs no he gave them some information on about the car because i'm sure he did his homework as well on the cowl tag and knows it's a green on green car green on green car is green exterior green interior so all the interior seats and everything were green obviously so he told them this and they said oh well our car was green on green so that's when we were like oh crap like this you know there, there could be a chance this could be their car because oh. the co coincidence was very weird being car people i i want them to have their car i i was i'm sad that they got their car stolen that's this i mean that that really stinks and if it, this was their car i mean i i might have even drove it back up to north carolina and gave it to them if their vin tag or if their VIN number on their title matched it. But the fact is, as this is when it started getting weird, as we started sharing all of our information with the people and letting them know that, no, this is not matching up. This is not, this is not your car. Do you have a police report with a, uh, a uh, number, number, you know, like a, a, what do they call it? Um, case number, case number. Because when I contacted the sheriff's office to vent, verify the VIN number on this and uh, make sure it's not a stolen car, which they did, uh, they found out a lot of information for us. Um, and uh, when when they did that and found it, it wasn't a stolen car and we went into, I started telling them this, that we'd have the sheriff's involved. Uh, they've checked it out. Uh, they started saying to us that, started asking questions about the bodywork 
and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. This is where it started to get really <laughs> freaking ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> and I just, I, you know, the gentleman asked me for a bunch of pictures. And understand that I don't know these people from from anything. I mean, they're just phone conversation at, at this point. So I'm like, okay, I'll give you pictures. Mind uh, you, we had no information from these people. Yeah, other than the fact that their car was a 72 and was green on green. Right. We didn't get any pictures. We didn't get a case number on this report that was never made. We never got a VIN. We never got anything. They, so this is when yeah. we were starting to realize something's not right. And this is most likely not their car. But we went along with it just to, you know, cover all our bases to really figure out what's going on, you know. They were convinced that somebody changed all the numbers, and we verified that all these numbers are still good. Nothing has been changed on this car. Yeah, so I asked, uh, he, uh, the gentleman asked me, this is all via text, which, by the way, I, I had one phone conversation with him, which started getting really heated. Uh, heated. So I said, okay, I'm going to be text messaging. So I have this all documented. Mm-hmm. And the text message, he continually asked me for inside the driver's side quarter panel of the car. I took a picture. I sent it to him. He's like, no, I want the quarter panel, the inside of the quarter panel. I said, that is it. He said, no, that's from another car. <laughs> and I started really getting upset with him because I'm, I'm, I'm like, hey, buddy, you're out of line here. I, I'm giving you the right picture. Then he wants a video, you know, after all the pictures I sent him. Now, after I sent all these pictures, he started giving me details of the pictures of the work that he had did. Now, (laughs) it's not not like he said, I did this and I did this to the car and did this. Can you take a picture of it? He asked for a picture of this and a picture of the firewall and a picture of the quarter panel and all that stuff. And then he started giving me details about, about these things. And I'm, I was just like, um, yeah, this, this doesn't quite work. Uh, so, uh, I asked him three times in text. I said, did you do any work to the quarter panel? Because he wanted to know, he mm-hmm. wanted these pictures. I sent him two of them. Uh, and he is telling me that they're not, those are not pictures. He's basically telling me I'm lying. And I I don't even need to be talking to these people right now. I, I don't even have to do that, but I'm trying to do the right thing. And what happens next is I, I he does not answer any of those questions. Did he do any work? Did he do any work? Did he do any work? Because I already told him there's no work been done to the quarter panel. Did you do any work that I can look for? Never answers. We get done. I tell them we're doing a video because this is, I mean, this material is awesome for, this <laughs> for is, the show. This is to the point of freaking ridiculous. It's, it's gotten ridiculous. But, like, the fact that you have been so generous in general with dealing with all this crap, mm-hmm. but also sending them photos. You know, if they really wanted to verify to us that that was their car to us, they should have sent us, oh, you know, here was the car before we did the body work on it, or here's the car when it was yellow, or here was, you know, something, because there is no, nothing genuine here. They're trying to say that this car is theirs with nothing to back that up except for all this BS they're feeding us. And even the pictures of the numbers that I sent them on the firewall, uh, they're telling me that those numbers have been changed and altered. So, 
No, and, I've, <laughs> it's it's just no one would go. Th- First off, no one would go through that much trouble to do those changes on that car. It's not like some kind of superhero car where it's like a special edition where, you know. It's not a Z28. No. It's it's not an SS. It's nothing. I mean, it's special, but it's not special. They're great cars. Great cars, but there's nothing that's just, wow, this is a $100,000 car. There's nothing there that makes all of that extra work worthwhile. So the next thing that I still cannot get over because it is so damn funny is after I decoded the cowl tag, like I said before, the car is originally cottonwood green. She decides to tell you that in 71 and only in what, 72 that they, okay, so excuse me, let me back up. On the cowl tag, cottonwood green is badged as number 42. So she sends him a little color chart from somebody who remakes the paint. I don't think this is a very viable source. It matches up, but it's still not a viable source in my opinion, that they never made cottonwood green in 71. And she sends it to us. And if you read the damn color chart, it says cottonwood green, number 42. She's like, it has to be what, 47 or something like that? No, she said there is no 42. Yeah, she just kept saying there's. it doesn't exist. It doesn't and exist. I have this in text, so we'll probably put it up. If anyone out there owns a cottonwood green 71 Camaro, please send that to us because that's even more proof of it does exist. Like, yeah. what the hell? It's just getting to the point of where it's comical. Yes. So we're, we're laughing. Uh, it, it, the text messaging has gotten to the point where we're they are threatening lawsuit or a lawyer or to come down and get the car seized and uh there's nothing there. they have nothing to be able to do that with um my question is if you got your star uh, car stolen excuse me car stolen why in the sam hell did you not file a police report if you cared about that car so much why didn't you do it it's amazing and That's, if it's if the title is in your name why it would never why? happen it's, it would never happen to us i mean if we have something stolen we're calling even if Exactly. I mean, anything that we have, if it was ever stolen, we would be filing a police report so that it's it's reported. Uh, it, there is, they just have no backup, and mm-hmm. uh, it, it's just it blows my mind that that they think they might have a chance of coming down and and saying that this car is theirs and uh, oh that dent, uh, uh, I put that dent in that car and I fixed it and that's where it is and. I mean, yeah. you got to be kidding me. It, it's just, it, it just blows my mind that people would think that. Now, we have all the paperwork that we need uh, to verify this car. And it's ours. And, and it's gar- the car is ours. And uh, we've even had the sheriff's office in here tonight uh, looking at it and verifying it and everything. And uh, so it, it's just, you know, it's, it's sad uh, because, you know, we like to be friends with everybody. And, you know, we like to meet car people and uh and be their buds drink beer with them and you know talk about paint jobs and uh, motors and all kinds of things like that and when i think about uh somebody when i am giving them information that plain plain as day shows them that what they're saying is inaccurate uh and they do not take that information and say yeah it's really not our car or it's not it's not what we're we're thinking it is, uh, and I'm doing everything in my power to make sure that they feel comfortable with that, and they still say that it's their car. 
this blows me away. It, it, I did everything that I possibly could in my power to have them go, yep, that's not our car. So another thing that I love initially that already sounded weird to me was the fact that on the phone, because I was here when you had the one phone call, and the lady was like, yeah, we still have the title and it's still registered in his name. Now ask yourself, why in the Sam hell would you be paying taxes and registration fees on a car for eight years? And you also found out when that car was last registered. They live in North Carolina. Where was it last registered? It was registered in Georgia in 1989. In 1989. And in North Carolina, it requires you to have a title. I'm not saying, you know, things could have changed in North Carolina, but you have to have a title to register a car in North Carolina and in South Carolina. But in Georgia, you can walk up there with a bill of sale and register that car. Yeah. That's fine. Show your proof of insurance, register the car. This has gotten to the point where it's just silly. Now, if they actually had a car stolen, I am so sorry for you guys. And if you didn't have a car stolen, you're just trying to work someone over, it's not cool. Like, the, <laughs> not cool. this is to the point where it's just ridiculous. Like, we know what's going on. We know, you know, how this is working. You're not getting your car back because it's not your car. Now, if you want to go find your car, have fun with that. But there might be a reason why you haven't found it in eight years. Here's your prize. I am Wonder Woman. That's what we're going to call me. That's my new nickname. I ran a mile today. What'd you do? I worked on the Speedle video. Okay. I'm waiting. I'm working on number three right now. Oh, right. I'm sorry. Shoot. I forgot. Number three is going to be very interesting. Yes. If you guys like characters of people, this is going to be a great video. Um, I'm excited. The, the Beatles yeah. getting more work because it... It needed more work, and it still needs more work, but uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun so ride. It's popular. I mean, people love that thing. I know. It's you know? fun. Everybody loves the name, like at the car shows and yeah. stuff. Everybody just loved it. So, Well, we're going to have to dig uh, dig through some stuff and start another project here pretty soon once we're once we're done with the old Speedle. Yeah, I still have some things to do, but we'll start working on something else. Yeah. we got plenty of things cooking something up in the works. Some horsepower. Another VW. Oh, are we about the ready to help you know help out our sponsors. Our or English or is going so strong today. Okay, uh, you know, obviously, Fuel Clothing is our number one sponsor, and who else? We got Carolina Towing, and Rebels Navy, and the Bike Doctor of Hilton Head, and Land Speed Automotive. Yeah, we love those guys. They're awesome. They're gonna help us out with some horsepower. Thanks for watching, guys. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe to HH Wheels. Boom. So rich, I got to pull it in the front, y'all. <laughs> That's Dodge power. You fart? Not yet. <laughs> Mark, get sick. This is so fucking loud. We, we don't need you, Caroline. We got this. Yeah.